Monday oh, Night oh, Lights. Oh. What? Monday Night Lights, folks. Monday Night Lights. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, boy. Oh, hey, my bud. God. All right. What's up, Mr. Rob? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a crazy day. Maybe we'll have some people join us. Maybe not. Um, but Your shirt uh, always trips me out because I'm always like, why is he wearing his necklace on the outside of his shirt? And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and it stops like right here at the collar. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't they print it all the way up? It seems kind of bizarre, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always throws me off too. When I look in the mirror, I'm like, Get the, what, what is this thing here? <laughs> can, like, I, oh, wait. can I um, can I tell you something? Uh, hey, Lewis. I um, you know, I told you a couple weeks ago that I had ordered the uh, a new phone, and so it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a new gone. iPhone, right? Yeah. So my my son got his. My my wife got hers on the weekend. Mine's still about another week and a bit away. But I'm now at the point, John, where I'm going absolutely like crazy and purchasing like a whole bunch of peripherals. For this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I was notorious. The the first kind of real iPhone I got, I have I probably have ten different cases for it. Um, because you know you, you try one out, it's like doesn't quite work. You're like, oh, let me try this other one out, and then it just kind of stacks up, and you get like ten cases deep into a phone that um probably will break in two years. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I'm I'm getting like a bunch of different MagSafe chargers and MagSafe yeah. stands, and like yeah, cases, and now I gotta buy. Because Apple doesn't include the power bricks anymore, but they're all USB C. So now I got to buy like USB C bricks, and I'm buying like it's just so stupid, right? Like I'm just uh, yeah, I'm such a... so you've moved from the lightning cable. On, everybody in the house is moving on to the next uh, cable, I guess. Well, no, it's still lightning cable, but it's yeah. uh, but it's USB C. Oh yeah, yeah, lightning. the other end, yeah, the other end. <laughs> yeah, and so I got to get all new. Uh, and it's just like, and I and I'm 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 buying like I bought the MagSafe battery pack, and people are like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, you could use it as a charger. Plus. When I go away and, you know, over holidays or whatever, I like to have an extra battery, you know, to slap like, but it's just stupid. Like, do I really need, like, if I parse out the amount of money I've spent and then like, like MagSafe battery in Canada is like 120 bucks, but do I really need a battery pack to juice up? Like, I, yeah, anyway. You say that until the power goes out and you are like left out for dead. That's, <laughs> going, yeah, exactly. Going, where do I charge them? I've, I've a number of people come into the store and go, Hey, you got a charger for it. It's always an obscure phone. It's never an iPhone. It's never a regular right. phone. It's always something weird. And it's like, I need this weird cable. I'm like, I don't have that. Get there's 20, there's 20 pin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm like, what is this thing? I'm like, I don't even recognize that port. You're on your own buddy. So hopefully you can wirelessly charge that thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, Lewis is like, you don't, you could have done without the MagSafe. Yeah. I, I'm. You're right. You're. You're, you're probably right. Yep. I'm. Yep. I. You're right. And I do have a Q1 chargers all over the house. But guess what? I'm an idiot. And I. <laughs> I have right. an addictive personality. You buy into the hype. Out. You buy into the hype. You get the accessories. You know all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I, I went through a phase where I got a little GoPro. You buy like all the attachments. I'm. Keep in mind, folks. I don't do sports, so I'm like buying these attachments. You stick it on your helmet. <laughs> these like arms. I'm like buying these suction cups. I'm like I'm gonna stick it on my car. I'm not going to stick it on the outside of my car and drive to work and back. Who's going to watch that footage ever in life? But anyways, uh, you get into that. What's up, Frazier? Um, but yeah, we're just talking about silly things we buy. But, you know, hey, doesn't it feel good, though, Rob, when you press that little, like, buy button and then it shows up in the mail and you're like, Yeah, hey. it does. And then, you know, what doesn't feel good is what? is the, the visa bill afterwards. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I'm looking at my desk full of shit. And I'm like, what did I do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what you'll never regret, though, Rob? Uh, stopping by Heroes World, uh, we got a lot oh, of yeah. fun stuff. So I posted up all the new comics. I got back to it. Sorry, I missed uh, like two or three weeks, uh, but the new comic book list is up there, um, including the new Predator number three, which is uh, this book has been catching fire. It's been yeah. doing really well. This is a girl whose family was killed by predators, and now she is out hunting them. So please check that out uh, if you're not following us on the social medias, uh, Heroes World Online, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and we can answer any of the messages you send us there. A lot of people have inquiries about specific products or things that they see online. Uh, send me the link and I'll see if I can get it for you. And then I did want to show these off, Rob. I don't know if you read. Whoops. I'm running off a touchpad today. It's really, uh, I don't know if you recognize any of these guys here. Oh, yeah, buddy. From Mecca. Yeah. I do. That's the Phantom. Yeah. Uh, the guy in the middle, uh, I, is that supposed to be Flash Gordon? Yeah, that is Flash Gordon. Yeah. Okay, and then that must be Ming the Merciless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this is the NECA, new NECA line of, uh, I guess they're like old school heroes. Uh, they look pretty cool. Um, very nice paint apps, and uh, they extremely muscular, but uh, very, very cool figures. We just got a restock of them in. They did really well. Everybody loves the Phantom out of these ones, Rob. 
Uh, I don't know. You think it's because of that Billy Zane movie, or you think he was no. a more popular character? I just think it looks the coolest <laughs> out of these three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was this Ming guy? Was was he actually Asian? Do you remember from the movie, or, or was it like okay. a? Well, a Chinese face guy, <laughs> yellow it, face. Were they doing yellow face? Yeah, it was. It was a cultural uh, um, uh, mishandling. How's that? Um, yeah. Oh, perfect. You're a genius, yeah. Rob. It was I'm not. It was not good. Um, um, <laughs> I, I'm actually. You know what, John? I remember quite enjoying Billy Zane's The Phantom. I almost like. <laughs> I mean, I know, I remember thinking, oh, this is kind of cheesy, but it actually wasn't that bad. Out of those, like, post-Batman 89 movies, I, I actually thought I, I enjoyed, if I remember correctly, I enjoyed The Phantom more than I enjoyed, like, Dick Tracy or some of the other ones. So, I don't know, man. We got to go back. I, and- I remember it being watchable, but not being good. Um, we would have one copy. We had one copy at our store, Rob, on the yep. in the video store. Um, and only one copy and it 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 would constantly be out people were in the mood for those uh superhero movies so yeah maybe uh, yeah i don't know for some reason the phantom just does really well so shout outs to that <laughs> uh, lewis was uh I, you know he, he says like dr no referring to ming the merciless and the cultural miss uh um whatever my fancy word was yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you forgot it already you came yes. up with the greatest definition and you've already <laughs> forgotten it <laughs> um but yeah he's right you, you know listen I, i'm out of we don't need to get into it but you you know you can go through lots of film history and see you know lots of misinterpretation misrepresentations of yeah. different cultures as perpetrated by caucasian people to look like others so it was not a, <laughs> it does not it was not a good time and does not hold up well um as a uh, as a as a medium so yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully one one day those will all be uh pushed forward and, and there'll be new films to take its place so you won't have to go and watch uh, short circuit and things like that oh yeah yeah that one i still love the fact that blew your mind man <laughs> that i had no idea folks if you haven't watched short circuit one and two um there's there's a character in there that i thought was a particular race for the longest time and rob blew my mind he goes hey you know that guy from uh, i don't know where he's from like the blacklist he's from uh he was in he was on friends he was everywhere and he's like that's the guy who plays that guy i'm like oh my god what happened to my childhood? I don't know. I, I have to talk to someone because I saw some of the comments. Some people actually think it's hilarious of that culture, but uh, it seems like not not quite right. Uh, but thanks, everybody, for joining us. This is The Sidekick Show. Uh, we are going to be talking about our specific horror movie of the day later on, which is, uh, which what are we on now? Multiverse of Madness, right, Rob? Yeah, we're halfway through, buddy. We're halfway yeah. through. I think, I think we've had some interesting feedback, mostly being negative about our picks <laughs> <laughs> this year. We're going to have to go back to more horror movies. And you know what? I owe you an apology because while we were like trying to find movies in which to put together for this list, you came up with a whole bunch. And for some, you had suggested the original Hellraiser. And I was in your original text, you put in brackets prime. And I was, I guess my brain just erased that from the text. And I was like, it's not streaming anywhere. (laughs) And last night I was flipping through, trying to find something to watch. And I was on Prime, and I was like, Hellraiser. And I was like, they have all of them? And I messaged you, I'm like, dude, Prime has all the Hellraisers. And you're like, yeah, I know. I, I like, specifically what? said I've never seen it, too. So, okay, so we'll make the pledge right now, Rob. Yeah. We're still doing this next year. We're doing scary movies. We're going to go scary movies, right? We're, yeah, we'll we're go, going full We'll go scary movies, movies, and we will disregard whether they're available on streaming or not. We will force everybody to buy them. So, uh, hit us up with your actually like legit scary movies, and we'll and we'll go that route next time. Uh, but I think we're gonna have fun watching the rest of these movies, uh, and a lot of the times we get talking about other things as well. Yeah. Um, so Rob, uh, I I don't think I got to chat with you much over uh, like we have a group chat and stuff like that. I had a pretty busy weekend, but yeah. I'm wondering, uh, and you folks in the chat, uh, how how was your weekend? What did you guys get up to? What did you watch? Um, what's 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 new? Did you enjoy that She-Hulk finale? Uh, we do have a couple videos uh, available. Check out our feed. Mm-hmm. But Rob, uh, what did you get up to this weekend? Uh, well, I'm going to be very quick because you have a much more interesting weekend story, I'm sure, to share. Um, but <laughs> well, you had a special visitor at the store. But I will say this: um, two things I watched uh, on the weekend, John. The first thing I watched was Shark Tank on Friday night. Because <laughs> is it new? 
Oh yeah, you're funny. You're funny. Last that. week, one of my yeah. one of my best friends, Winston, he has a company. This is one of the smartest guys I've ever met in my life. Uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing him now, well over 20 years. Um, he, had, long story short, moved down to the U.S. was hired by Google. Uh, and, and left Google right at the beginning of the pandemic, John. At the very beginning of the pandemic. Oh, right at the beginning, I'm out. <laughs> and he started up his own company called Whoosh Air and has kind of reinvented um, HVAC uh, filters, as we know it, and was featured on Shark Tank, and he scored a deal with um, Kevin O'Leary, one of the, probably the most hated shark that there is. Um, oh, he's but, great. Kevin yeah, I, great. It, was, it was really cool to kind of watch, uh, to watch him out there, to watch him do this really, like, over the top pitch that is completely not his general personality, but he had to like oversell stuff because it's television. Yeah, it's, re- um, it's reality TV. You have to you have to amp it up. Yeah, Winston was like, he comes in, he goes, yeah. "Welcome to Whoosh." Like, he, I was like, "What is happening?" This is not like he was like song and dance man. Is Danny Kay? I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but I will say, man, this is one of the smartest guys in the world uh, that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. So I was very happy to see that, and really happy for Winston and Whoosh Air to to make a deal with uh, with uh, Shark Tank. Also, John, I saw a movie that I wish I wish had whooshed off of uh, <laughs> out of my brain. I okay. went and saw Halloween Ends last night with my son. So, yeah. I'm I'm just going to say this, John. And for all those wait, listening, wait, 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 is it in is it in continuity? Is it a reboot? Like or is No, it no, this is part? the this is the fi- this is the third of the, the the trilogy, the conclusion of this new trilogy, a newer uh, written, version. No. Written by Danny McBride and David Gordon Green, directed by David Gordon, all three movies. You know, so what they've done essentially, and we is that in 2018, Halloween comes out. Essentially, it picks up right from Halloween two, way back in the 70s. Everything else is is non-canon. Okay, so now it goes Halloween two, Hall- Halloween, Halloween two, and then 2018 Halloween, Halloween Kills, which came out last year, even though it should have been 2020 because of the pandemic, yep. and then finished off with this year's Halloween ends. Probably the worst conclusion to a trilogy <laughs> in the history of film. Probably one of the worst horror movies I have ever seen because it's not scary. It is like, it's atrocious. Do not go see like, you know, I don't like shitting on stuff because people work hard and a lot of effort went into making these movies. But I'm going to tell yeah, you right now. There's a lot of parts. I, there's a lot of gears. A lot of people working in this. It, it is more of a happen. drama of like a of a weird teen angst, finding yourself. What does violence do to the human psyche drama than it is anything else? And I, I wanted to rip my hair out. The best part of this movie, John, is the, within the last five minutes. There's a bunch of teenagers in the entire movie who are chatting away and just being general dicks. Don't be a dick at the theater. Just watch the movie. But I guess they were throwing shit, right? And I, within the last five minutes of this movie where I'm like pulling my eyelids off of my own face, I heard this guy say, I'm going to find out who it was who threw this popcorn throughout this movie. You've, you, uh, I'm going to ruin you like you ruined the movie. And I was like, finally some violence. I, I want to <laughs> see this happen. So uh, nobody got punched, um, but I was I was close to punching myself in the face for having spent money. So, <laughs> you could do the Fight Club thing in the parking yeah, I was, lot. I was, I was doing the Doctor Strange pizza guy thing. So at any rate, uh, if you ever have any inclination to go see Halloween ends, don't. <laughs> Where, are are the other two like were they decent? Is that what led you to like the kind first of be one? Like, is I'm gonna go see really this cool. in theaters, right? Yeah, yeah. No, the first one's actually really, really cool. It's a really cool like take on the whole thing and a re in a you know revisiting of this iconic property. And, and then last year the Halloween Kills was like, eh. but this one is literally a flaming bag of shit. So, <laughs> this way, Bo- John, yeah. Halloween it stars Michael Myers. He Michael Myers doesn't show up. It's a two-hour movie. He doesn't show up until the last maybe 20 minutes. So this is, yeah. So now now we're traveling back, like, whereas we would get these legacy sequels and it feels like they would put a lot into it. Maybe we're getting back to that territory of them basically phoning it in, right? Some of these movies or whatever uh, licenses or franchises getting later and later in, getting lazier and lazier and lazier, right? Like, it's 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 horrible. That, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's redeemed this Friday when I go check out Black Adam. Um, but we'll yeah. see. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Fingers crossed for Black Adam. All right. All okay, right, bro. So- how about you? Tell me about, like, your weekend was way more important, I think. You guys had a really cool special visitor to the store that you posted on socials. Yeah, okay. So I, I don't know if I should get to that first or last. I guess yeah, I guess you I'll, want to get to it last. Let's just right. tease. Let's tease yeah, yeah, the audience. Yeah, let's get to it last. Uh, so I did watch, um, there's a new documentary. I know you're a big fan of documentaries, uh, Rob, but on Crave, there's the Jeremy Lin documentary, which is uh, okay. 38 in the Garden or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty short. I feel like it's less than an hour. Uh, but if you guys, even if you're not uh, Jeremy Lin fans, um, you should definitely check it out and, and listen to his story what it was like for him. And he does go through a lot of the things we were just talking about, which is uh, Asians in the mainstream um, and all that kind of stuff, like uh, not having a representation. And they're talking about all kinds of fun stuff that happened around that era where he basically stepped in from being this benched nobody and and turned into Lin Sanity. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. A lot of guest speakers on there, a lot of comedians jumping in and and getting their input. Uh, So definitely check that out on Crave. I am watching American Gigolo still. It's probably my favorite show right now. It's, it's amazing, Rob. I don't know when you're going to get to it. I don't know if you're waiting for the end, end of all the ones to uh, get there. Uh, But I also finished off Ozark, which I believe you finished off a while ago. Yeah. Um, Wow. I thought it was, we're not going to drop any spoiler spoilers, but um, it was okay. Okay, uh, all Rob, right. You what was, what, what was your feeling? You yeah, we didn't really talk about it. Um, I, I feel like they took a break in the yep. middle of the season and then dropped another seven or whatever episodes after, yep. and it really destroyed the momentum on it. Um, and for me, it felt really rushed. So we're talking about Ozark, folks, and it this was like Netflix's like biggest show, I think, at some point. Multiple point. Emmy before, nominations. Before Stranger Things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kinds of crazy hype around it. And I feel like that was not uh, living up to it. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch the show again because wow. the ending was – it's 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 okay. Like, it, it's it's okay to – it's like I watched. I didn't think it was total trash, but I was just kind of like, it's okay. Um, so what – do you, do you have any it. thoughts I liked it. I actually yeah. really liked it. I agree with the break. Um, I agree with the break. Uh, definitely added to a little bit of lost momentum yeah. um, because it kind of ended uh, as, as if it was a season finale cliffhanger, but then you knew like uh, two months later, the rest of the shows were going to drop. So it was yeah. kind of weird, but we know that that's mostly due to COVID filming and, and restrictions. They did the same thing with stranger things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, I really enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it more than I expected to. I thought that it was, a really good way to tie up that series. So, yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it more if they were tied together and I got to watch them all in succession because that mid-season break ends on a hell of a yeah crazy uh, event that happens, very tense-filled. And then the second part, it it kind of doesn't have that same magic. It feels like it probably yeah. should have been two episodes less. They were filling time, uh, and things seem to kind of just start to wrap up. So, anyways, I just wanted to shout out Ozark because I feel like. No one really talked about it because of the break, and then it end. So Netflix, one of Netflix's biggest shows, end, and nobody says nothing about it. So I don't know. It, it felt kind of weird. Um, I guess maybe too many content dropped. Uh, so, anyways, shout out to that. Let's push that aside. Um, so we did have a very cool visitor at the shop. I'll throw up a quick picture. Um, oh, do I have a picture? I think I have a picture. Uh, but yeah, I, fin- I finally got a picture uh, with her, with Miss Marvel herself, Iman Vanali, uh, and. It was very cool to see her. She stopped by during her very busy schedule uh, to come visit us and get some comic books. Yes, she 100% reads comic books, folks. Um, so it was really cool. Uh, we didn't. I, I felt actually bad posting the picture because I didn't want to give away her. If that's her like low key outfit or whatever, I kind of didn't want to give it away. But I did want to share that she is absolutely still the sweetest girl on the planet. I can't believe she's an absolute superstar, um, and she is still super kind of humble and uh, almost a little bit shy. You would never think she's on those talk shows uh, out there destroying it um yeah. that she is uh kind of just like i just i was just like you did an amazing job and she's just kind of like yeah thank you like uh but yeah it was, it was very cool to to see that and is a very fun to be a, a, a tiny part of her journey so a couple so, questions one yeah. did you tell her about this sh- uh, our show that we we are always hyping it up um no <laughs> okay, Two. um what what comics did she grab uh, I, I don't want to give away anything like that. So that you know. Oh this no! Is, I just, if, I just, this, okay, okay. How about this? Is yeah. it a mix of different 
uh, company stuff or is it? Yeah, it was it was it was some stuff that Andre had recommended, I believe. Okay, so, cool. Uh, Andre, right. Andre really got to good, good, get a good chat with her, so I don't know what yeah. they're they're cooking up and things like that. But it was just it was just really fun to kind of see her um, and be able to say that her work was amazing. So uh, cool. shout outs to her, and I can't wait to see what she does next. Um, she, so is she, is she like floppies or is she getting like the collected editions? Uh, she gets whatever. She's she's a true comic fan. She used to. I'll I'll, I'll give away the the story from before. Is she would come in after school or during her lunch yeah. and come in and rifle through back issues. Uh, it was Very a really cool. sweet spot um, in time where kids were getting into random floppies, yeah. almost like you know, like almost like uh, you know, you watch those movies. They go to the record store, flipping through a, a bunch of yeah. old records, and they grab a random old record. It was it was like that. Um, and it, was that like, it was like like our friend Joey pulling out a Hall and Oates record, going yeah. yeah. Hey! <laughs> Shout out to Holland Oats. That's cool. I, I listen, man, I probably would have, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have um, interacted with many of uh, celebrity or whatever uh, through my, my life and history in, in media. So, um, but I would still fan out and geek out with, uh, with her for that. So uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shout out to that. Let's check in quickly. I think a couple of people uh, mentioned. Uh, Fraser said he stayed home sick. Uh, so oh no. Hopefully you're feeling better, Fraser. And she and he watched She-Hulk and Rings of Power. Uh, okay. I heard good things about Rings of Power finale. I'm uh, I'm hearing great things about it. Yeah. I I you know my feelings, John. I've reiterated numerous times in the, on our shows here. Wasn't a big fan of those for that first episode. The second episode I dialed out. I will probably. Over the winter, I will binge this entire series because I've heard such great things about it. So I will yeah. persevere and rewatch the first two episodes. I'll watch the whole season. But... <laughs> Why don't you just, just start from two and, and go? No, no, no. I don't no, think, I'm, I don't think you know what? I don't really remember all the bullshit that happened. <laughs> you know, I would I... read a read a summary, but I, I have heard from several people. Frazier also, I mean, Lewis also says the same thing. He watched She Hulk, Rings of Power, and he's adding on that he's continuing Lower Decks, which I know Frazier is not a fan of, um, and building a bunch of. Legos. So yeah, shout out to Legos. Great way to pass the time. Um, and then Nerd Emperor did say he saw Black Adam, uh, and he said it's overhyped. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what the verdict is when we when we go check it out. So have you got uh, your tickets yet? Uh, I think I did. I think I'm going to see it maybe on a random Thursday or something. I don't remember anymore. Uh, All right. We'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Maybe maybe there'll be a whole bunch of reviews that drop. Like it's next week, right? No, it's this week. It's this week? It's this Friday. I'm going on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Twenty, Dude, the 21st right. is this Friday. How crazy is that? What the hell happened to the month? Yeah. The month is gone. I know. Oh, my, my, my daughter was like, hey, are we going to decorate for Halloween? And I was like, eh. I'm like, <laughs> it's already forward. gone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your weekend with us. Uh, If you are watching this on the replay, definitely join us on the live show every Monday at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, You can get in on the chat. We'd love to hear what you guys are up to on your weekends and and what shows you're enjoying or what shows you're disliking. uh, And and whatever movie we happen to be talking about. Uh, So we just like to hang out with you all. So please join us on that. Uh, But let me kick it to Rob for Z News. Yeah, uh, is there any news today? I know it's been. Uh, there's today, a little right? bit. I didn't write anything down. Let's just throw the photos up, John. I'm going to wing it based on yeah, the photo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, oh, this is your buddy, John. This is my guy. This is your guy, <laughs> Tommy Mapother, William uh, Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> hey, John. Uh, I know you're a big fan of Tom Cruise. You're a big fan of Tom Cruise uh, in jets. Are you going to be a big fan of Tom Cruise in space? Because this this fine young fella at the age of 62. Uh, will be the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside of the International Space Station as he will be filming a movie uh, in space, literally in space, uh, for Universal Pictures and director Doug Lyman, who is the director of uh, the Bourne, um, uh, the second movie, the Bourne, whatever it was. And the second <laughs> Bourne movie. Bourne 2, Judgment Day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I think it's Legacy. I want to say it's Legacy. That was the third one. I don't know. The Born Ultimatum. No, no, Ultimatum. Born yeah, Identity, right. the Born Ultimatum, the Born something or other. Who cares? Supremacy. At any rate, was one of the uh, Doug Lyman's the director, and oh, uh, also the director of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and uh, and and so Tommy here is going to be doing a live spacewalk for Universal. And they're saying it's about a two hundred million dollar movie. They'll blast him up into space, uh, and then he's going to do his thing out in space. I mean. At this point, sure, why not? You know, he's hung on to the side of a plane. He's 
he's hung onto the side of the tallest building in the world. He's hung on to um, Katie Holmes. Um, <laughs> what else is there left? Oh, he's hung on. He's hung on to Nicole uh, 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 Kidman. What else is there to do, John? I have no idea. Yeah, so he's held his breath underwater for like ten minutes or some ridiculous thing like that, too. Yeah, sure. Encase him in ice, like uh, like, <laughs> like you David know. Blaine. <laughs> David Blaine. Um, so John, are you excited to see Tom Cruise in space? Do you, is this? I mean, we've seen him in uh, you know, race cars. We've seen him in fighter jets. <sighs> now he'll be up in spaceships. Are you? Are you hyped I for this? I would have preferred uh, Days of Thunder, you know, legacy remake along the lines of Maverick or something along those lines. Um, right. I guess if any star is going to go to space, Tom Cruise makes sense. I worry for his safety. Uh, so hopefully he has a safe but trip. Isn't like it, Listen, if something <laughs> was to happen, what a way to go, right? Like you're well, in your 60s. And if anything does happen to Tom Cruise when he's doing his thing, I think this is what he's he lives for i think to make movies and do this kind of stuff uh so we're not we're not trying to say anything should happen to him uh i hope him comes back uh in one piece uh mm-hmm. but it's crazy this guy has to be so authentic that he has to now go to space to achieve the next level of authenticity um don't some people debate whether that you know landing on the moon tape is actually like legit rob yeah they're, they're called like, lunatics john it's on it's on like a sound stage or something like that or maybe they're called <laughs> lunar ticks i don't know <laughs> But they're idiots. We're not giving them any weight. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next story. Yeah. Uh, throw up your photo, John. Oh, all right. Here we are. Netflix, John. Netflix just announced this past week that they are now adding a ad-included uh, tier for $5.99 that will roll out on November the 1st. So the regular Netflix uh, subscription is what they say. They say it's not uh, 10 bucks a month. Bullshit. Nobody pays $10 a month, Netflix. On average, we're all paying the $21 or $22 in Canada now per month to give you the best streaming on uh, multiple devices throughout your house. But they're saying, hey, we're, you know, as we talked about last year, John, uh, Netflix have lost a lot of subscribers. And so they're like, we need to do something to get the subscribers back. John, take me off this big screen. You know, I'm way too what? fat looking on the face. Um, <laughs> And so they're uh, releasing this $5.99 full of ads. There'll be ads at the beginning of your movie. There'll be ads, of course, throughout the the show of the movie and then ads towards the end. Running about 15 to 20 seconds in length. You're looking at about eight to nine minutes of ads per hour. John, this is actually called network television. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix is reverting back to the one thing that it said that they were going to destroy. But let me ask you, with all of the streaming services that we have, with everything else going on, are is this something that would interest you, this $5.99 Netflix subscription? Would you watch ads? With the caveat, John, that not all of their shows and movies will be available uh, for this that tier subscription. And you can't download your, your movies. Is, is your six bucks a month, is it worth it for you? I, th- I think so. With all these streaming services going on now, uh, adding adding an extra option. Obviously, you can just continue to pay for the regular Netflix you have right now, right? But twenty bucks, to, twenty dollars a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to save a significant amount, we already like. Uh, you know, I'm sure nobody actually has YouTube Premium, but you watch YouTube, and there's a bunch of ads. You're watching YouTube right now, watching us on YouTube. Um, and maybe there was an ad before this. Maybe there's an ad in the middle. Maybe there's an ad after. Um, it would be pretty annoying though if you fire up a movie on Netflix and there's a movie uh, trailer in the middle. Um, I have yeah. seen this formula on uh, the anime site Crunchyroll, I think. Crunchyroll, yeah. And they go crazy. There's so many ads that it's almost not worth watching. Um, if you said there's, you said nine minutes of ads within the hour. Um, yeah, that's I guess. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, I guess that's basically TV. So it, 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 I think it's a little less than TV. I feel like for a 20 minute show, you're almost 10 minutes in ads, right? Or maybe uh, five minutes. For, I don't know. For I a one hour show, it's 16. Uh, it's 14 to 16 minutes of ads for a one hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're going back to that formula, but at least you're getting to pick uh, what you want to choose. Whereas, channel surfing back in the day, folks, you know, first world problems. How many times were you flipping channels hoping you would catch something at the beginning or a part that you know you But you won't be able to fast forward these ads. Here's yeah. what I don't understand, John. So, like, obviously, not all of their content will be available to every if you're on this lower streaming. Yeah. Why not, though, do a special Netflix subscription for six bucks 
of only Netflix original movies and TV shows. So that way it doesn't have those licensed movies and shows that people like to watch, like the Seinfelds or whatever else that you would watch, you know, um, uh, you know, Shit's Creek and all other stuff. If it was just Netflix original movies and television shows, would that be more appealing than these this ad tier? I don't know. I don't know who makes money in that in that uh, situation, Rob, because Netflix has already paid for all those movies. I guess you're paying a lower amount to have access to the original Netflix content, which in theory is more money directly into Netflix pockets. Um, so they don't have to pay out to, uh, you know, Seinfeld or friends or whoever uh, is hosting. It's, it's an interesting concept. And I think we're going to get there because how many streaming services are there, Rob? Like I'm sure you're signed up to at least five. I'm yeah. I'm I have probably, a lot. I have, I yeah. have all of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably pretty deep in and, and it depends on how they format it too. Like how anyone else on Crave that doesn't have the star extension, how annoying is it to look and see the new releases and see a bunch of stars TV shows on there and you click it and it says upgrade to stars to get this show. I'm like, man, that's annoying. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just planning to put my food down and, and watch this particular so-and-so. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Lewis says Disney plus Amazon prime Netflix Crave. I have the same as Lewis, but then add in Paramount Plus and Apple yeah. TV Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's that new Charlie Hunnam uh, show coming out on Apple TV, and I, yeah. I want to watch that, but I don't have an Apple TV Plus subscription. So it's like, now what happens? Uh, maybe I would have watched it if there was a version available. It is that. six bucks a month. I will say yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but some but sometimes you turn in tune into these some of these streaming things and there's nothing new. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you guys all check your streaming once a week to see what's new. Scroll through, see what you want to watch. Um, and yeah. some of them don't have new new stuff all the time. Uh, Disney yeah. Plus, yeah, it's it's getting it's getting crazy. So more affordable options, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is like why Paramount Plus and Apple TV Plus. I actually watch a, a not a lot, but a, a decent amount of Apple TV Plus stuff because like for all yeah. mankind is on there. I love that. Why Paramount Plus? Lewis, I couldn't tell. It was because the Halo <laughs> show was coming out. I watched it. I hated it. There's a, there's a bunch, it. though. There's a bunch then, of stuff that I see. And then John was like, you got to watch this Mayor of Kingstown. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> and I liked it. And guess what? That new Stallone movie, or sorry, TV show with uh, yeah. by Tyler Sheridan is dropping in November. So I'm going to watch that. So, uh, you know, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and like Michelle says, Apple TV has some, like a lot of these, all these services seem to have at least a couple things that are good. Yeah. So they're going to get us. How far do you think we are from getting some type of weird third-party bundles, Rob? Like some other, you know, tech-savvy type or whatever company is like, oh, get a bundle, Netflix, blah, 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 all these things together for, for this price, and they somehow work out some deal with all those streaming services. I don't think it'll happen. No? You think it's not going to happen? All right. No. <laughs> no. Would you all rather right, just pay a la carte for everything you want to watch? Yeah, well, it's getting to be too expensive. All right, yeah, next yeah. up. Oh, news today, John. Uh, Harrison Ford, uh, we had talked about this rumor. We talked about that Harrison Ford was going to be announced, taking over the role of General Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Um, and, uh, you know, because of the unfortunate and untimely passing of William Hurt, uh, it was supposed to be announced at D23. But Kathleen Kennedy said, fuck no, we're <laughs> keeping Harrison because of Indiana Jones 902. You're not taking him for uh, Kevin Feige. You're not taking him for Marvel. So they kind of sat on it for, I guess, it's been seven weeks uh, or six weeks. And here he is now, though. Uh, this is not a live shot. But uh, today <laughs> it was announced. He's holding incredibly still. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's still got it. <laughs> he's, he's buffering. Um, uh, it was announced today that he is going to be part of Captain America New World Order. Uh, and then is expected to uh, to show up in some other capacity and other movies and TV shows for MCU. So Harrison Ford as your new General Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, thoughts, John? Yeah, uh, I would love to see him play an old Captain America. Um, okay. But, but play, him playing Ross, uh, it seems like a role that is fit for him. He could kind of do like an Air Force One uh, type, you know, I'm president type uh, feel. Right. Character. Okay. Get off I, my plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. If this means we see more Harrison Ford... Um, and hopefully he gets to do some fun stuff because I, I think he does uh, dip into that comedy bag really well. Um, and, and and if anyone's going to write some good comedy for him, uh, Marvel's probably going to do it. So, yeah, yeah, sign me up. 
I saw I saw some people though tweeting uh, like, "Oh, I can't wait for Harrison Ford to have to start answering questions." Oh, what other movie MCU projects are you in? He's like, "What are you talking about?" Like, he, you know, he's <laughs> he's well known as being just like a grumpy curmudgeon guy and, and doesn't really give a lot in uh, interviews. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. All right, let's hit to the next one. What else you got? Uh, oh, other breaking news, John, and we can actually exp- is this the last news story that I have that we have? I don't know. You sent it to me. You tell me. Well, <laughs> Let me check. Hold on. Wait. No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> this is your last news story. Yes. Perfect. Okay. We can talk about this. Okay. So there was some news today out of the Hollywood Reporter, John. Uh, a, a fairly large story. Uh, did you read it? I asked you to read it. Did you read it? You did not ask me to read it, you liar. <laughs> I said you guys should read this. Did you read it? You guys should read this. So this was in a group chat, correct? Yeah. <laughs> This is no, John saying no. <laughs> All right. There was a quite the article today in the Hollywood Reporter. It came out at about well, six, seven o'clock tonight. Um, with respect to some moves that DC is making um, uh, or rumors regarding their film slate. I'm not going to get into the big spoilers, John, uh, what's happening on Black Adam. It's out there. We're not going to talk about it. Dwayne Johnson seems to be okay talking yeah, about it. Yeah, what the F, dude? Spoilers. But, but you know, apparently, uh, the, the somebody shows up in in Black Adam, and please don't put it in the chat if you know. Um, but somebody shows up in that Black Adam, and that is, uh, I guess, a bit of fan service, which weirdly enough, we're going to talk about it again later tonight with Doctor Strange. But, um, and that person or that character will have some new movies. Now, Dwayne Johnson essentially went around some of the executives at Warner DC, specifically Walter Hamada, who is actually out the door as of Friday, I believe. Um, and to to get this special cameo greenlit. That then goes on to say, and the reason why there's a James Gunn on there is that James Gunn, as we know, is going to be working on um, Peacemaker Season 2. He has another DC uh, television property that he's going to be working on. A lot of people believe it is going to be an Amanda Waller show with Viola Davis reprising a role. However, the big news out of that is that James Gunn is also working on a very special uh, top-secret D- uh, DC movie project um we know he directed suicide squad uh two years ago what that new project may be who knows uh no idea but uh, um warner brothers discovery have put a lot of emphasis i'm gonna say this very quietly or very carefully they put a lot of emphasis john on superman on batman and on the flash and one woman going forward one Woman 3, that script is pretty much done. I think there's going to be some announcements in the next couple of weeks per this story. Um, weirdly enough, The Flash, as we know, John, is coming out next June, June of 2023. But a sequel has already been written. I'm I'm assuming that should... Be recast. Go- <laughs> yes. Yeah. That should things go well, the Flash sequel will be put into production following the... the supposed or hoped for success of flash obviously without ezra miller at least that's the assumption um and that matt reeves batman sequel is in the works he's got that penguin show coming out but he's got apparently he's working on a whole bunch of other rogues gallery projects uh, tv shows for hbo max including um scarecrow and uh, pigman that's (laughs) professor pig i think that's what it is right sorry um so anyways, there this this is a pretty interestingly detailed article out of the Hollywood Reporter. I do like to throw that caution in the wind to say it could be all for naught and uh didn't age well type memes if things don't go well this weekend with Black Adam, but the assumption is that it will and that we're going to see a whole bunch of uh a whole bunch of new um I guess course correction and movements in the DC front and some announcements forthcoming in the next few weeks and months with respect to where they're going forward on, on some of these projects. So, uh, John, let's go back then. Are you happy? There's, about there's a lot to take Gunn? in. <laughs> Are you happy about James Gunn taking over, uh, doing another DC project? Let's, we know Peacemaker and all that. Is there one that you would specifically want him to do? Um, and number two, what about all these other changes? Are you kind of hyped? Do you think that Warner Brothers Discovery is finally correcting, or are we just Lucy Charlie Browning with the football? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so question number one: What else would I like to see him do? Uh, I know there is an idea of a Booster Gold uh, Blue Beetle project floating about. 
Um, so if he is somehow going to get on that, those two guys should definitely be in the comedy lane along with uh, Gunn's kind of typical genre. Like, I like I really liked... We, we all liked Suicide Squad, right? The Suicide Squad. We all had a ton of fun with Peacemaker. Um, so I, I would say almost stay in, in, the, in that lanes and uh, definitely uh, use that John Cena, who I think is underrated as an action comedy star. Um, so I, I would like to see more of that. Uh, and then in, in regards to all these changes, shakeups, and all these things happening... Finally, let, let some things happen, you know, sh- shake things up. You know, you're recasting, you're bringing out new stuff. Like it, you, you've, you stumbled on a bunch of stuff. Um, keep it rolling. I've got, we've got the joke here. Michelle says they need to finish working on that script for Wonder Woman too. Yeah. They got to finish that thing off uh, <laughs> or, or, or erase it from history somehow. Uh, and by, to do that, you get the next project out and you redeem yourself instead of so just, let me you know, ask you this though. Would you yeah. like to see James Gunn take on a more mainstream project, say Superman or something obscure, like maybe a justice league dark? Um, I don't know if I would want him on a Superman, but maybe it's what the world needs to add a little something different to this character to to generate more mass appeal. They they, they definitely couldn't put him on a Batman. They've created too much of a, the you know the I'm the Knight type of atmosphere and the right, Matt, Matt Reeves is doing well with that. So. Yeah, yeah, the Matt Reeves horror slant like that's that's that ship is going perfectly well. Um, so yeah, maybe he deserves a shot at Superman. Um, I want to say no because I would like uh, a proper Superman along the lines of Man of Steel, but maybe leveled up uh, to a little bit more Superman-y, maybe a little bit lighter. Uh, I don't know if I would go quite as light as James Gunn, but you know, uh, well, in the comedy realm. Uh, the, yeah. Speaking of comedy realm, uh, but Rob, what you Rob? This is you're the DC. You used to be the DC guy. I feel like all this crap that's happened. Is beating you up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and, not since, the, and not since the Snyder Cut came out. I feel so sad. <laughs> have you had anything to really be like? Everything you've talked about, you've always had to add the caveat of, well, there was this time I was really hype about Wonder Woman, and it didn't work out. <laughs> there was this time I was really hype about, you know, Justice League, and it didn't work out. There was this time I was really, really hype about the Flash, and I don't know what to say about that. I don't know if you can support it anymore. Until some more things come to light, but Rob, how are you feeling as a DC guy? I don't know. I again, you know what? It could all be for naught. This whole story could mean shit uh, next Tuesday, um, <laughs> right? That's the reality. Black Adam could bomb. I don't think it will, but it could. You never know. Uh, I don't know what the returns need to be for them to be to go forward. You know, Dwayne Johnson appears and has made it very clear, including an article uh, interview he did yesterday or today. He wants to be helping you know steer the the dc ship going forward okay um you know i'm hoping that they they you know they they follow through with some of these things i think they have to clean up polish up what they've got yeah. and go forward on stuff i want there to be more dc con i want there to be good dc content um yeah. with respect to james gunn you know yes part of me would love to see him helm a superman movie because i just want another superman movie Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, like Justice League Dark would be pretty cool, but like even like a swamp thing, like he's so good with those obscure horror type stuff, right? Like I, yeah. I you know, you try to think of like I don't want it to be like Batmite. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want it to be like wasted on 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 Mr. Missileplex. I, I, I want it to be like <laughs> like a swamp thing, like a really you know, Jason Fabok and and Tom King did a really cool swamp thing special a few years ago. I don't know if you remember that one. It was the the white cover, you know, Swamp Thing finding the kid in the snow and all that. Like, I think like James Gunn would do a fantastic Swamp Thing, um, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what what'll happen. But you know, I I would whatever he does. I just don't want it to be another Batman tied. You know, I don't want it to be Mister Freeze movie. I don't want it to be any of that type of shit. Just give me Superman or have him do something you know completely cool and off that that you wouldn't have expected it to happen. Right. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So we'll we'll see. So when Black Adam drops, we got a couple days. Maybe we'll do an emergency uh, meeting and talk about some DC uh, happenings. All Uh, right. But thank you, Rob. That was a lot of DC content. So we'll see if it all pays off. Uh, Anything else you got or that that was it? I got no. Let's get into our movie of the night. We're already at nine o'clock for these uh, for the kids out there.
Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's wrap it up. I feel like we don't have a ton to say, but what what was the movie we watched this week, Rob? We did it on the replay. We did oh, both boy. see it in theaters. Uh, Doctor Strange. I in think we did both. Which, which we got we got twigged on by our our good friend and co-host Stupe on the Heroes World Psychic Show. He goes, "Why are you guys going back to something that we've already reviewed?" Because <laughs> we're idiots. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But let's uh, give you the rundown, John, because this is what we don't do on the Hero on the Heroes World uh, podcast. We don't have a rundown, but guess what? We do it right here. Why? Because we love each and every one of you, um, and we work hard to get you this content. Really, just copying from Wikipedia. Uh, Doctor Strange, <laughs> you, don't, the multiverse you don't put of... your own spit on this. <laughs> <laughs> and the Multiverse of Madness released May six of this year. John, Doc Strange two, as I'm going to just call it from now on. Sees <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch back in the role as the master of the mystic arts. Also joined Benny is Benedict Wong as Wong, and Rachel McAdams as Christine. Wongers. Um, not joining this trio though, John is the director of the first strange movie, Scott, Scott Derrickson, who was replaced by original Spider-Man trilogy and evil dead director, Sam Raimi. Now this movie was kind of heralded as Marvel's first foray into scary or the horror movies. But the irony here, John, is that they parted ways with Scott Derrickson, who was known pre-Doc Strange one as a horror movie director because of creative differences. Now, Derrickson had gone on record saying he really wanted to take this sequel uh, in which he came up with Multiverse of Madness. Like, that was his whole thing. He wanted to keep it uh, deep into the gothic and horror elements that we saw in the in the comics from the 60s and 70s. But alas, it was not to be. Uh, he left. Kevin Feige said, bye, Scott. Sorry. And brought Sam Raimi in to uh, direct this movie. Um, which is chock full of MCU, MCU characters, old and new, including Elizabeth Olsen uh, returning as Wanda Maximoff, uh, Chuetto El Jafor as Mordo, uh, and of course, lots of fan service of Captain Carter, Black Bolt, Patrick Stewart as Professor Rex, America Chavez, and of course, John, John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Uh, off a $200 million budget, the movie brought in $956 million worldwide. Reception was initially mixed when the movie um, came out, uh, John. But I have to say, it has picked up some favorable reviews since it hit Disney Plus back in July. Per Rotten Tomatoes, the current critic score is 74% and the audience score is 85%, which is way higher than it was when this movie dropped back in May. So, John... My question for you is, did you go mad for this trip in the multiverse or did you find the movie just plain strange? <laughs> that was not from Wikipedia, folks. That was a Rob no. original. Thank you, Rob. That was a hell of a rundown. Um, so you guys in the comments, let us know if you re-watching it, watched it for the first time, uh, if you are feeling this movie or not feeling this movie. Rob, so we watched it in theaters. We we probably watched it when it hit digital um, and then you probably own a copy, uh, and this will be maybe my third or second and a half time watching it. Um, Wait, what? For real? I, I, I think, yeah, I think I watched it once in theaters. I kind of watched it when uh, it came when it first dropped on digital, and then I, I just watched it for 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 us here. So I haven't really. Uh, this is only my on second time watching this movie. Okay, so we're we're probably about equal. I feel like the the first time it dropped on digital, I kind of just had it on in the background, um, and some other people were watching it, and I was just kind of like there. Uh, but upon the rewatch, Rob, uh, so missing all the glitz and glamour. So spoilers alerts, folks, if you for some reason have not seen it, um, all the the reveals and stuff like that. Now that we know, now that I know that they're happening, that part of the movie. Is really flat to me. So I, we'll wait because I think you didn't. Enjoy, I really enjoyed this in theater. So if you go back watch our full review with Stu um, uh, on the on the Heroes World podcast, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a fantastic time. I was on the edge of my seat the whole movie. Um, the jump scares were getting me. You know, all the kind of horror elements were really hitting hard uh, for me. But on the rewatch, that whole stretch with the fan service, I'm sure you're going to get into it, um, is really flat now. Like when you watch it, you're kind of like. All right, without the kind of surprise reveals, because I didn't know any of them were coming. I saw it the right away, so I somehow managed to avoid all the spoilers. You kind of had an idea of what was going to happen, but you didn't know for sure. Um, but yeah, so like yeah, yeah, I'm with Dirt Emperor. Yeah, I really liked it originally, and then the second watch, I still liked it. 
But that stretch with the cameos and stuff, it falls really flat. And towards the end, it's not as strong. The best scene is still the beginning where they're fighting that eyeball squid thing. Um, so overall, I think I wouldn't give it. I forgot what I gave. I probably gave it 10 out of 10, didn't I, Rob? Originally. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely would drop it down now. Uh, maybe the at-home experience didn't hit as hard. Uh, but just some elements. I feel like this happens with almost all horror movies or movies that have reveals and all that kind of stuff. Once you know what's going to happen, it doesn't, the intensity um, mm-hmm. and the mystery is not there. So it'd be like watching seven for the, you know, eighth time. You're like, oh, I know that this guy did this, this guy did that, whatever. Um, and I know what's in the box at the end. Um, but anyways, Rob. What's in the box? Feeling... <laughs> what's in the box? So Rob, like you said, you weren't a huge fan of this when it first came out or as big a fan as me. Um, yeah. How are you feeling yeah. on the rewatch on your Blu-ray player at home this time? Oh, John. Oh, John. Yeah. I think I enjoyed it more at home than I did when I saw it. Look at TV. you. Yeah. In the Halloween mood. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? Okay. I still have issues with it. I still am pissed off that they, uh, you know, this is the movie that comes after Spider-Man um, No Way Home where they introduce the multiverse. And then in this movie, just like my initial review of it, John, they fucked it up for whatever this was. Uh, there's no tie to that. It, it irritated me. I still feel that this movie feels like two different types of Sam Raimi movies. Th- listen, you could tell it's a Sam Raimi movie. First of all, the beginning, oh, yeah. the first half, John, is very colorful and poppy. Like it, the, it pop, it brights. The, the colors just like accentuating everything very much like Spider-Man. If you watch Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and then you were to watch the first half of this movie... The similarities in shooting style, camera angles, and everything else is just unbelievable. The second half of the movie, though, is derived from his horror roots. You we, you can watch the Evil Dead trilogy. You can even go back to uh, Drag Me to Hell, which is what we saw last year, John. If you yeah, watch Drag I Me to it. Hell and then watch the second part of this movie, you're like, holy crap, it's the exact same stuff, including like, <laughs> like the camera... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera to angling, hitting the doors, and you know, doing all that stuff. Like it's typical Sam Raimi, but it's two types of Sam Raimi directing this movie. And as the sum of its parts, it doesn't, it they don't they don't gel cohesively. Like it's very hard to to um you know, a, a director can obviously walk between all different worlds, whether you're comedy drama horror action or whatever you you know if you have the you know you can do it and you maybe kind of riff a little bit on yourself but this movie is like the superhero elements are very very much enriched in his spider-man superhero elements which are themselves kind of void of his horror stuff except for that he loves that dutch rudder Dutch Rudder something, the Dutch angle. Dutch Rudder something different, everybody. <laughs> Dutch Rudder, uh, folks, don't look yeah, it up online. We're not going to get that. He work. loves his, maybe he does love a Dutch Rudder. I don't know. But he loves his Dutch angles. Um, and so he does use that in a lot of his Spider-Man movies as well. But um, it just, it's tonally, it are two separate movies kind of pushed together uh, using 3M tape in the middle. And so that's always kind of, I really noticed it when I was at home. You're right. The surprise guest appearances do not hold the same weight whatsoever. Uh, now, for me, it's been my—it's only my second time watching it, so I still kind of enjoyed seeing it. Um, but I didn't have the same excitement and, and you know surprise factor. But I did like the scary elements of this movie work really well. I, I yeah. scary, yeah, like know. the the full out horror, the Sam Raimi horror elements. I think really hit hit hard so if 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 you were able to take out the fan service or cut it shorter and fit in more horror elements uh i think i would enjoy this movie a lot more yeah which is it kind of upsets me because scott derrickson i think would have done and with all due respect to sam raimi scott derrickson i think would have done a fantastic proper horror movie with dr strange i think we would have had something vastly different I'm still with the multiverse uh, uh, element. I don't know if Scarlet Witch would have been central to it. I have no idea. We'll never know. We don't know. That script is out there. We've just, well, it's locked away. Um, But I really would have liked to have seen it because Scott Derrickson just did Black Phone this past summer, which 
you know, I, I saw and I told you guys, you know, it, it, it definitely has moments of terror in it, but it's not like a Michael Myers scary movie, you know, Halloween yeah. ends notwithstanding. Um, <laughs> so I would have loved to have seen his take. I think he did a fantastic job with Dr. Strange. Um, and so I really wanted to see his take and I kind of feel like I just would prefer to see that, but this is what we have. And admittedly, John, I'll probably go back and rewatch. I thought after the first time, I was like, this is shit. I won't, I'll probably watch it once more. That's about it. Yeah. I would probably throw this one back on again. I might fast forward through some of that stuff because it does yeah. kind of drag a little bit in the middle, but there's a lot of it that I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I would probably be down to watch some of this stuff, part, these parts again. I, I think, it, I think problem with it originally when you saw it probably was it was sold as something else. It was sold as like, yeah, this is the next big Marvel thing. And it is just a Doctor Strange movie that has a couple cameos in it. Um, so I think people had different expectations from this movie, but as a horror movie, I still, I still do quite like it. Um, I feel like I would rather watch, uh, like Fraser mentioned, Evil Dead one and two. Like, would you watch any of his other movies over this one, or do you think this is one of his funnest or most rewatchable movies? Like, would you go back and watch an Evil Dead two before you fire this one up again? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But see, it's so funny because I don't. Like, you know, uh, this time of year, I like to watch kind of horror movies. I don't remember the last yeah. time I went back and saw one of his movies, like, for, like, this season. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know, it was last I year. Think, it was Drag Me to Hell. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, okay, fair enough. But, I mean, like, like I, I feel like Army of uh, Army of Darkness, like I said, the Evil Dead trilogy, Frazier said, you know, anything horror is just Evil Dead 1 and 2, right? Army of Darkness is the third one, but it's not scary. It's more campy. Like, I can, you can watch it any time of the yeah. year. I guess I'd probably go back and watch Evil Dead 1 and 2 uh, again. But, there, I mean, he's come so far from from those movies to where he is now. Yeah, mm -hmm. Drag Me to Hell, I still really like that movie. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever your question was, sure. <laughs> you might fire something else up before returning to Doctor Strange of, of Raimi's or whatever. I will say, though, I thought this is, Elizabeth This Olsen is not his best movie, you would think? No, not his best movie, but I would say I thought Elizabeth Olsen was better than I remembered her being. Yeah. Um, and that's where it's like, if she was going to be always in this movie, I wanted her then to be pure evil villainous. Um, and that's, I, I just, I felt like you got to commit. You're either going to put, you're either going to be pure superhero, goody, goody, two-shoe Spider-Man, or you're going to be horror. You, you, it's almost impossible to do both well and integrated and it wasn't integrated john it was just two pieces put together and you, you, you gotta either integrate it or commit to one side and i wish they committed to the and i actually wonder john post um werewolf by night if kevin feige would have said you know what if this was if we were doing doctor strange now we would go all in on the horror element as opposed to like three years ago when they were really kind of in production right so yeah, 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 yeah. It, Elizabeth Olsen, you're right, is actually fantastic, especially in the later half of the movie, which I do find a little bit flat, more flat. But she is great in it when she's basically just chasing them around and she gets the jump scares and stuff like that. Um, that, that was a really good uh, performance. That I, that I would watch. I would watch this again to see kind of her, her do her thing um, in this. Uh, so let me see. Do we have anything else about this? So this is so this was all part of Marvel's Phase Four, right, Rob? Am yeah, I in the right phase. I always freaking lose track of these goddamn. Yeah, movies. this is part of the Phase Four. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Phase Four. Um, phase has... Four was really called Phase Bore. <laughs> <laughs> so Phase Four has been met with some very mixed things. Um, so now that we're on the rewatch of some of these, and I feel like we rewatched a good chunk of them, except for maybe Thor. Um, where, where do you think this sits in your phase four uh, Marvel movies? I know you just rewatched Eternals recently as well. So you're probably most up to date on all of these movies, actually. I don't uh, even know how to do a ranking of them. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I would still, I, I really. I still put this well above Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow, unfortunately, yeah, it's going to end up near the bottom. I still think Shang-Chi is probably the top for me. Um, yeah. Upon every rewatch, for some reason, I just seem to like it a little bit more. Uh, but I well, think I feel like, are you do you include do you include Spider-Man No Way Home in there? Not really. I feel like it's not really phase four. Okay. I feel like it was like a late to the party end of phase three, but I you know, you guys you can debate me on that if you want. Um, but I feel like this movie is probably a close I, I feel like it is second, probably. Because I wouldn't put Thor Eleven Thunder that high, I wouldn't put Eternals that high. 
what else do we have? Do we have is that all we have? Um, I'm just Shang- bringing it up. So Shang-Chi. we had Black Widow, Shang Chi, yeah, Eternals. Technically, Spider Man is Doc yeah. Strange and Thor: Love and Fun- Thunder, and then Wakanda Forever is yeah, supposed to be the final chapter. However, I actually believe that they've changed that and said Ant Man and the Wasp coming yeah. out in February will be the final Phase Four movie. Somebody could probably correct me, but I'm pretty sure that they announced at San Diego Comic-Con that Ant-Man the Wasp is the final part of Phase 4. Yeah, the the conclusion of Phase 4, which Michelle does make a good point. I feel like they're not as tied together as the other phases were, so we probably won't see that uh, stitching together of all the movies until uh, like Phase 5, right before the those big movies at the end. Um, so yeah, Nerd Emperor says, he says Multiverse of Madness is very rewatchable. Yeah, so shout out to, shout out to him. Uh, like I said, I do enjoy its horror elements. I just I just felt that uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as I did when I didn't know those reveals were coming. Yeah. Um, but it's still, I, I still, I think I would put it second um, and, uh, until we see the new stuff that comes out. Uh, yeah, Scott oh, Lewis says face. Who the hell knows? Um, but yeah, any any other thoughts on on uh, Doctor Strange here? No, I was actually just for me. I was just more surprised. I actually enjoyed it more. Yeah, this time than I did. Then I I was surprised at how much. Like yeah. I put it on yesterday uh, Saturday. I'm yeah. I'm not gonna lie, John. I was really tired on Saturday. I had all intention. <laughs> I haven't slept well in the last few days. I had all intention to just kind of nap out, and I ended up watching the whole damn thing. So. So, As somebody who's in the video store, you would understand if you did the closing shift, yeah. you would go home, you'd maybe grab a bite to eat, you'd go home and put on a movie. And if you were able to sit up and, and watch that entire movie until three or four in the morning, you knew that movie was solid. If you yeah. were starting to pass out at like 1 30 or so, you're like, that movie is not that great. Yeah. So, yeah. And this, 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 that was the era before watching. Wikipedia, before you could just look up what the ending was. You actually had to tough it out and watch that. Yeah. The entire thing. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm on my nap scale. It rated very, very high because I did not sleep. So yeah. <laughs> I was very surprised. Okay. Yeah. My last question about it then, Rob, would you want to see a sequel to this or a follow-up in this genre? Like, would you want to see another movie done in this style? It doesn't necessarily have to be Dr. Strange, but do you like Marvel going into this yeah yeah i do i do because i think yeah because i think when we talked about this a lot in the past is that marvel needs to i like the fact that they're diversifying their tone of projects as evidenced by she hulk as evidenced by ms marvel uh werewolf by night um i like that they're expanding out with these different type of genres or even wandavision some would say um and so i would totally be up for doctor strange 3 but to really Go deep and hard, John, into the horror and psychedelic. <laughs> into the horror genre, not not a different genre. <laughs> right, no, no no ruddering on this Dutch. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would be down. Like like I said, I, I despite I did bash it kind of a little bit on the second viewing. I still had a fantastic time in the theaters, and I would like to see another another one in this style at least. So yeah, so shout cool. out to that. We'll close the book on uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness uh, 2. I don't know. I don't think a 2 goes in there anyway, but Doctor Strange 2, close the book on it for now. We'll revisit it again in a couple of years. <laughs> Wait, uh, is, it a, is it a horror movie? Is it a Halloween movie, John, or is it an any time of year movie? Uh, I think you can watch this any time of the year, and it just has so we to We have be, completely failed yeah. by selecting this. In the it has to be just nighttime. I, th- I think... Uh, WandaVision had more of a spin in into the Halloween because they actually were out at Halloween. Uh, so I don't know if they could have tied actual Halloween into this at some point, but this is just a scary movie. Uh, the, does scary movies we've already stated do shine more when you watch them in yep. October feels yep. at night and in the dark and all these kind of extra elements that make it extra yeah. fun. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't say this has to be, you could watch it. I feel like I could watch this at Christmas time. That would be perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> so Christmas movie this year, folks, huh. multiverse of madness, but moving on from that. Thank you everybody for sticking with us. Thank you for talking about Dr. Strange. Thank you for running it back or watching it for the first time or whatever, uh, or sharing your thoughts with it, with us about it. Uh, but we are going to talk about what's coming up next week. The next movie in our, uh, line of, our, our October Spectacular. Sorry, I keep forgetting what we called it. Yeah, um, our October Spectacular. We're actually yeah. running down. This is we only have two movies left, John. And next yeah. week we are revisiting last year's Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, Jason Reitman 
taken over the directing duties from his father, Ivan Reitman, as he's in this, uh, this photo here, um, with uh, Finn Wolfhard, Carrie Coon, and I don't know the little girl's name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. If you haven't had an opportunity to check it out, I would highly recommend you do so. Um, yes, I think we did a review last year of it, John, and that, again, Stu's upset <laughs> that we're redoing this, but... And we, how we did new under the radar because this was still around the time when people weren't going to not everyone was going back out to the theater. Yeah, it was November like so, of last year. Yeah, we so. did we did drop it, and a lot of people I felt didn't see this till much later. Yeah, uh, and would Maybe be like, "Hey, about it. yeah, yeah, are you guys doing Ghostbusters?" Like, we did it. We did it the week that it came out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you can go back and watch a review on that. Uh, it's on the Heroes of Podcast on our feed, uh, but we will be wanting to talk to you guys about it next week on yeah. Monday, 8.50. I'm actually PM. excited. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theaters. I'm actually really excited to rewatch this again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this movie, like I always uh, made the joke, it punches you right in the heart. Um, yeah. Some really kind of uh, emotional moments, especially towards the end. Uh, so I look forward to seeing what it's like on the second run. Um, and it does feature a lot of kids um, in the movie, which sometimes can... Uh, be annoying some people say some people you know some people are like oh man they brought in all these kids and they're annoying but i remember they did a really good job the first time i watched it so i'm wondering if on the rewatch maybe i don't uh kind of fall in love with them as much but i i do look forward to seeing if they have a sequel for it coming out and seeing these kids return uh so ghostbusters uh yeah lewis law yeah you should watch rewatch uh ghostbusters one two and then afterlife um i don't know if two is as strong if we would put it on a rewatch list, but uh, definitely listen to the Bobby Brown uh, on our own music video uh, to relive Ghostbusters too. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be next week, uh, Monday night, eight fifteen p.m. live right here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you haven't, uh, if you happen to listen to this episode through your uh, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, uh, hey, come and join us live as we we talk about this stuff uh nope michelle we are not going to do howard the duck as well um so that's it for us i, I think, think there are some directors cut for howard the duck that we probably should explore no you are more than welcome to during the time <laughs> of december the 19th um uh, until january something or other um uh but i think that's it for us john unless you have anything else to say i think we're done i i think we're good we've kept y'all long enough uh we uh and i think that's all we got for you so, so one in. hell of a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tune in next week, uh, and then all our upcoming movies are here. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for following us. Yeah, and just don't it. forget, before we go, sorry, as you saw, you can see on the screen, October 30th, the final movie. It's a Sunday. It's a special sidekick show Sunday movie uh, yes. show because it's Halloween, and we're going to go trick-or-treating with kids or steal candy from kids or terrorize kids or something like that. So or trick-or-treating <laughs> under the guise of kids. No, Right, yes. So, so just I keep that in your candy. calendar. We're not here on the 31st, the Monday. We're going to do it the day before. Yeah. All right. So happy Halloween, right. folks. We'll see you next time. That's it. Peace.